Welcome, weary travelers. You are just in time for another episode of the For Crits and Giggles podcast. I'm Kieran Bennett, not your dungeon master for this tale, and your brave heroes this evening are Aguilan Newman. Hello, Kieran. Nick Chong. Hello, everyone. And introducing your dungeon master for this evening, Sam Clark. Look at me. I'm the dungeon master. Now. <laughs> That's probably racist when it's not in the meme <laughs> format. Possibly. I think you're fine. In this podcast, you can get away with a lot. Anyway, like Karen said, we're not uh, listening to his stupid voice today. <laughs> but I, I, I'm disappointed. What the fuck? Oh, okay, you guys have been roasting me for hey, like hey, 20 I, minutes. I'm the DM. Shush. <laughs> Instead, we thought we'd take a, a little trip into the festive because it is the festive season. We thought we'd tell a little tale. A little tale today. And that tale is of the mountain, the marksman, and the morph. Cue the music. So we see a, a tall castle inspired by forts of old, but modeled with architecture from today and the future. Its palisades and its turret, uh, turrets are crafted of brilliant woods and glass and sharp angles uh, and, and designed with artistic flair. Above a grand, a grand drawbridge of what looks like ebony hangs a banner in red green and white. It reads Arthram Academy. Anyone in the land knows Arthram Academy is the school, and in fact more than that, the uh, the institute that creates um, some of the best known, some of the wealthiest, some of the most famous heroes of the, uh, of the realm. We go inside to the Great Hall. It's all lined with, with wood um, and bits of marble. What you'd expect in a hall uh, but in the center, um, enchanted magically, is, uh, is a pit of sand. Uh, in the pit are three shining students of um, Arthram Academy. Would you like to say your names and who you are very quickly? I am Silver. I am a dragonborn ranger, and I think I'm blue? Yeah. Silver. But the name might suggest... <laughs> You have clever. I get it now. I honestly did not put that together. Yeah. It said it said breath weapon blue, and I spent ages picking out a blue dice. So, yeah, <laughs> you are of uh, of blue dragon heritage. Uh, who else is in that ring? I am Mala, a human barbarian. Cool. And who else? My name is Tanner, and I am a high elf druid. Excellent. And that's all we have time for for introductions because. From high on uh, a pulpit behind uh, behind a lectern, a good-looking but but older lady says, "Now, students, focus, focus." Uh, and a minotaur has dropped to all fours and is facing down uh, the three of you. Mala, you need to get its attention. How do you do that? I'm gonna shout at it, just just scream at it. Hey, over here. That seems to, that to generally do the trick. Yeah. Roll me uh, an intimidation very quickly. Intimidation, okay. 17. Okay, yeah, that'll do. It's It focuses uh, down on you um, and, and starts to do, you know, what you'd expect from a bull. It's starting to, to pick its leg up. Now, Marla, you've aggroed it. It's going to move towards you. And the other two of you, you need to take it down. What, what are you going to do? I'm going to throw a dart right between its eyes. <laughs> okay. So you, you can tell because you're, you're well-trained in the arts, but um, you're still young and, uh, and learning. 
you're not going to take this thing down by by brute force alone. This is a minotaur, like a pretty legendary beast. So th- you can throw a dart. Cool. What, um, at the chandelier in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Above the minotaur. That, that's that's going to be fairly tricky. I mean, he's going to be running, and it's going to be a, a tricky timing. Um, but uh, we've got Marla, we've got Silver, and we've got Tanner. And Tanner, Tanner, what are you doing? Uh, okay, so like, so am I? Am I kind of like going last? Do I see that Silver is going to be throwing it at the at the um, at the chandelier? I imagine what what happens is this thing's getting ready to charge. You can see it's going for Marla. Uh, and the two of you, you've got time to make up a, a little plan here to take it down as it runs at Marla. Okay. So what what I what I'm gonna do is uh, I'll look at Silver and I'll say, well, I guess it wouldn't be a plan with you involved without property damage. And I'm gonna cast Druid Craft, uh, which means that I can do a variety of things, but most importantly, I can create an instantaneous, harmless sensory effect such as falling leaves, a puff of wind, the sound of a small animal. Or the odor of a skunk. And I would like to create the odor of a skunk around the Minotaur to like disorientate it and distract it so that uh, Silver's plan can work better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence. Probably should have put a question mark at the end. I should have like closed it really confidently. I like it. I like the assist. <laughs> um, now, d- just as you've got that, you the, the smell of a skunk hits all three of you and it, it smells bad, but it's not going to mess you up or anything. Um, what the hell did you cast that for, you idiot? I, I'm so sorry. Let let the smell of nature uh, fill your mind. Uh, as you say that, the the minotaur takes one big breath in through its nose, makes kind of bit of a of a face, and runs on all fours towards uh towards you, Muller. Um, Silver, make me a, a ranged attack. Nine, with advantage, considering the smell. Six. <laughs> <laughs> okay um the the dart goes up and it it misses the chandelier but it does drop down uh and and it hits the minotaur uh in the butt sort of rearing it up mala right in front of you what do you do um so i'm gonna grab my war hammer out and so it's it's right in front of me or is it about to charge yeah so as as soon as it hit its butt it stopped charging and it reared up. Okay, so I'm gonna. So its its belly's exposed in front of you. Oh, okay, so I'm gonna grab my uh, javelin actually, and just spear it right in right through its belly, straight through the middle. Awesome. Make me a ranged attack. Fourteen, seventeen. It hit. Ooh, seventeen. Nice. Uh, what sort of damage does it do? Um, this is a one d six plus three, so <laughs> four. Awesome. Um, yeah, that that's going to be enough to at least knock it on its ass. It is a minotaur; it's not like a bull, so it's it's sitting down. Um, it smells bad. It's got a javelin sticking out of its stomach. Uh, the other two of you, do you want to make a move on it while it's down? Uh, yeah. So um, uh, Tanner, uh, seeing this, uh, will draw her scimitar uh, and uh, run towards the minotaur. Um, uh, face kind of scrunched up and uh, she is yelling, I'm so sorry about this. Uh, and I would like to just uh, sort of like hack at the Minotaur's um, like, you know, where, where it's been hit with the javelin. I want to just kind of like stab into like the the the, the vulnerable part. 
It's guts falling everywhere. It's, oh, God, brutal. Ooh. G- give me a melee attack. An attack. All right. Uh, oh, okay. I rolled a one. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with with a one, um, you're actually gonna uh, gonna come in and uh, with the the stab on uh, on the Minotaur, and you're actually gonna cut that javelin in half. Oopsie um, poopsies. Marla, if you could make a note, you only have three javelins now. <laughs> So I, I started with four. Yeah, you started with four. You have three now. Okay. All right. Well, with uh, with Tanner missing out, Silver, uh, all you. Silver's going to run up and be all like, I'll show you how it's done. And completely miss stabbing it in the belly. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what was that, by the way? That was a two. Okay, yeah, you did miss. Um, all right, the Minotaur gets to its feet and it, it pulls what's left of the javelin uh, out, out uh, raises it above its head and brings it straight down at Mala. Can I... At the second that javelin uh, basically reaches where it would hit you, um, the, the end of the javelin turns to sand and it flows up the Minotaur, who also turns to sand, uh, and then all of this end in, in the room sort of gathers and flies back into a box next to where uh, where the teacher mm. is standing at the lectern. Not what I was expecting from my students. Please come here. Marla's just going to turn around to the others and say, well, that was a poor effort from you guys. Thanks a lot. That was a sweet ricochet, though. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh, oh, I don't know, everybody. I thought we did quite well. Ugh. So the three of you uh, come up before... What's her, what's her name? <laughs> That's not a name, but it's apparently the one I gave her. Uh, Mrs. Gran is standing at the lectern. Um, <laughs> Wait, Mrs. Gran? <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Gran. Okay, cool. Um, yep. <laughs> Gran Cracker. She calls you to her lectern and says... Obviously not the performance we were looking for today, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the the rest of your class is sitting around the arena. They're, they're nodding and, and agreeing There's with us. There's still lessons to learn from failure. This is very true. Ten points to Griffin. Now, one of the biggest lessons we can learn in failure is the bond we make with our team. No, I assume. Uh, Tanner, Tanner is holding um is holding Silver and Mala's hands like while they're standing there. This is a good show of solidarity, but remember last week I sent you homework to learn about each other and uh, learn from the bonds. So I have some questions, sort of like the dating game oh, of each other. Fuck yeah! Uh, she turns first to to Silver, and she says, Silver. Yes. Your friend Marla. As as everyone knows, to get into the academy, you must either be legacy of a family that went here or scholarship, showing exceptional talent to be in this academy. What is Marla from? Legacy. Legacy, of course. Can you tell me more about her family? Uh, she... He is actually a descendant of one of the greatest wizards of our time. 
a barbarian child of a wizard. Very unusual, but very interesting. <laughs> right? That's what I thought. Marla, in turn, mm. uh, Tanner dreamt of another job before becoming a trainee hero. What was that job? To be a fisherman. Woman. Sorry, sorry. I like we're not we're not only assigning backstories but also genders here. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I, d- I did say her before. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, okay. And I picked yeah. up on that. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank, thank you, Nick. That was that's some good role playing. That's some good, good yes and. You can have inspiration. I'm so inspired. I am tuned to these things. <laughs> um oh yes, a fisherwoman and a druid. Very interesting. Turn into a fish? Catch a fish. Now, uh, Tanner, of silver. Whoa. Uh, what click in, like, the traditional American high school sense would you say... (laughs) (laughs) Would you say silver fits into here at Arthur's Academy? Well, um, when when he isn't hanging out with us, which is quite often... Arthur's Academy, I forgot the name. No, no, that's no, that's fine. It's it's it slips my mind all the time as well. Um, well, when he's not hanging out with us, which is uh, thankfully like quite often, um, he's uh, he can he can be found. Um, Wait, hang on. He, he can be found outside the academy, um, hanging out with the um, uh, door boarders, uh, and they're um, always stealing the doors from um, the academy, and they're like they're surfing them um, uh, down down the mountain. Z- Silver pushes a door behind I'm his back. I'm very proud of you all for learning that. Yes, they do say dragons can fly, but I've never seen one fly quite like Silver. All right, well, you may have shit the bed in the arena today, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad to see your bond as a team is growing. Fantastic work. I, th- I think it th- <clears throat> I keep wanting to do your voice <laughs> like back at you. <laughs> I, I, think it, I think it's stronger than ever. Yeah, cool. Um, so the three of you are standing there. Uh, Marla, you are dressed in um, your house colours. Uh, red. Um, what, what's the name of your house? Um, house Giants. Let's go with that. Something easy. Nice. House Giants. I like it. Silver, you are dressed in green. Um, the One of the other school uh, houses. What? Is the name of that house? Valleys. Giants, valleys. And of course, the final school color, uh, white, is what... Um, Tanner. And what, what Tanner is dressed in. What is the name of that house? Uh, well, obviously, as we all know, we got giant, we got valley, and then we got uh, bibble chump. Naturally. <laughs> bibble chump. I'm pretty sure I've spelled yep. it correctly. Excellent. Pro- probably haven't, but that's okay. <laughs> Excellent. So the um, the three of you, the houses that you own, re- represent uh, different parts of um, of what this academy teaches. Giants, obviously, being like raw strength, uh, brutish, like in your face action. Uh, House valleys, uh, valleys named, of course, because the sniper sits on the the valley there. More <laughs> tactical, more arranged, uh, and Bivol Chump, uh, one of the greatest um, uh, nature studiers. Um, it's the house of nature, of arcana, of magic. Um, and that is the, the colors you're, you're dressed in. Um, 
as Mrs. Gran is leaving uh, the, the, the stadium, she says, Oh, and uh, children, um, Mr. Uh, Greg would like to see you in his office. Uh, so the three of you um, leave uh, what is commonly known as the arena um, and, and go up a, a set of winding stairs. Think Hogwarts. That's basically what I based it off here. Um, but like, really, but like, I honestly, I, like the parallels, not super even there. architectural, um, Hogwarts. So everything's kind of like at weird angles and it's like all like nice wood and glass panels and that kind of stuff. It's like a high tech ho- uh, Hogwarts. Um, you get to the top of, uh, stairs, there's a wooden door you go through and in there is uh, a shaggy looking, um, elf dude, basically. Um, he's kind of like got, got nice clothes on. Uh, but like wavy gray hair, and he turns around and he's like, oh shit, children, what's up? Mr. Greg. Oh, hey, uh, oh, hey Mr. Greg. Greg. And uh, Silver comes in for the high five. You, you do your high, high, right rounds of high five, which is super appropriate because everyone knows Greg to be cool Greg. Um, th- that's what you call him behind his back, and sometimes to his face, and he's cool with it because he's cool Greg. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. I like him already. He says, guys, I hear we had a rough one in the arena today. What happened? Well, these two idiots couldn't do anything about a damn minotaur. I feel like we need to work on our teamwork a little bit. And me and Tanner had that in the bag. Yeah. Uh, cool, Greg. Uh, Mr. Greg. Uh, cool, Greg. I think our teamwork was, huh, was. Cool, Greg's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, I thought. Uh, cool, Greg. I thought our teamwork was was pretty. Like, it was pretty aces. But, um, you know, sometimes. Sometimes things just don't really go your way. But, like. But that's okay. You know, because. It's not about your successes. I mean, it is about the successes, like, in the long run. But in the short term. It's about what you do with your failures, right? You don't have to explain it to me. The Minotaur is hard, man. That's usually for fifth years. You're only third years, and that's... It's good that you even got in there. But we... But, but Mr. Cool I, Greg, we've, hey, we've tried hey, that Minotaur so many it. times. Don't worry about it. I have some extra credit for you. How does that sound? I look at the camera. Extra credit? <laughs> It's like zooming in. <laughs> the fuck no. It's not where I was going with that. And the plumbers arrive. Okay, so as you kids know, it's the season of the gift wolf. And during that time, we as an academy- um, I don't think that's what it's called, cool, Greg. <laughs> would you like to correct me? Because I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really would. I think it's called the present wolf. Exactly, but like it's a dialect thing, and sometimes where I'm from on the West Coast, obviously, um, it's called the Gift Wolf. But yeah, the Present Wolf, whatever. Um, Sorry, that was kind of racial of me. <laughs> so it's the season of the Present Wolf, and we, in our fortuitous position, like to do some good work around the kingdom. Um, when he says that, he pulls out um, a box about the size of. About the size of like a 15 inch laptop. So 15 <laughs> inches is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so I, feel like the, I feel like the dimensions are in the name. Yeah, but, you know. um, to you, it, it looks mostly like uh, just like a, ca- a carved box, uh, but except for on the inside, it's got um, kind of like a swirling gemstone, but it's animated a little bit like um, the Jumanji board. Yeah, he pulls out the Jumanji board. That's what happens. <laughs> okay. All right. All um, right. He says, have you kids heard of Sanctuary? No. 
No. Have we? Fuck, I forget sometimes I'm saying stuff that you have no idea. Um, of course you haven't. That's where poor people live. And that's not a... I'm not having a go at you. <laughs> but, you know, it's not something we do a lot. So Sanctuary is through the forest, uh, along the Queen's Road. Um, it's sort of been a place for a long time where anyone can go and seek refuge there. It's often, you know, refugees and people who have had some tough times. So we've decided as a school to deliver them this. It's our gift to them. Unfortunately, I can't do that right now. I got papers to grade. So you guys are going to do it for me. How does that sound? You got it, Mr. Greg. I don't know what my voice was. <laughs> just just pick something and commit to it. No, I think I'll change wildly yeah, I, I agree with the episode. Okay. Uh, no, no, fair. Okay, fair, so fair. what is this? Now, unfortunately, the Queen's Road has been... Well, it's been a bit rough recently, and with all the gifts out on the road, there are some unkindly people around. Even some reports of orcs on the road so i want to give no you fucking way i want to give you all a little gift something to help you unfortunately sort of a loan gift you will have to give it back but uh here and he turns around uh and he opens a cupboard behind him um in that cupboard uh uh three shelves uh a row of red prisons a row of green prisons oh. and a row of of white oh my gosh he turns around and says anyone want to go first <laughs> me i do i do please I, I mean um uh if no one else objects i wouldn't mind going first can roll me a d6 real quick i got a two two yeah hoo, hoo, hoo. Uh, he reaches up to the bottom shelf um and takes a prison off um, it's about the size of, um, like if it, like if it was a, a laptop, how big would it be? <laughs> <laughs> it's about the size of a Rubik's cube. Um, and he hands it to you and you unwrap it and it is a small medallion. Oh, wow. This is, this is pretty. I like this. Silver, what prison are you going to pick? Um, it's gotta be a green one. Maybe the one. Is that, that because you're a dragon? It's cause I'm a valley tanner. Oh, oh wow! You know, I didn't even—I didn't even twig that all the presents corresponded to the colors of our houses. Whoops! Uh, you roll me a d6, Silver. Three, three. Oh, this one, this one you're gonna like. I like this one. Um, and he hands you a parcel, size of like a small shoebox. Maybe if there was like one shoe in it. Thanks, Greg. I'm just gonna rip into it. Uh, inside is a leather bracer, a single leather bracer. Um, and roll me a D6. Um, the other one. Mala. <laughs> Mala. <laughs> you there, human. Did you forget my name? Uh, I got a two. Uh, he hands you um, a long, uh, a long case. Um, it's about belt sized because inside, fucking surprise, is a belt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so Greg looks first to Marla. Well, we may as well start with you. 
That's called the drowner's belt. See how the, the anchor belt buckle is upside down? Yeah. Well, put it on for me. Turn it around. So I'm going to put it on clumsily, tighten it up, and turn it around. Uh, when you turn the, the anchor around, um, you hear the, the floor creak under you. Um, you try and move Whoa. your legs, but, but they don't move. You're very heavy, but you also feel very strong. What that means stat-wise, you can have a look at look yourself. Um, who else wants to know what their thing does? Uh, Tanner has already put uh, the, the medallion on and is like modeling it, trying to like see how to make it look the best, you know, and, 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 and she's like, um, as, as attractive as this is, it would be really great if it actually did something useful. It would, wouldn't it? That is Tennyson's Nature Dial. Um, it's, it's a silver medallion and you see like a small cutout window. And in that cutout window is, uh, it's the shape of a black deer. And he says, give it a twist. Uh, I turn around until you can see like a picture of uh, a horse. Nice. Good choice. Now we're going to have to bind this with, well, let's say a magic word. Do you have one? Uh, Tanner looks at, looks at the medallion and then she's like sort of focusing and she gets, uh, cool, Greg. I think I know what the activation word is, but, um, uh, don't be, don't be scared, child. Just tell me what feels natural for you. Become! And she turns into a horse. <laughs> yeah, she turns instantly into a horse. Uh, cool, Greg is not that cool for like a moment. And then he's just like, yeah, druids, right? Um, and then, uh, and then, and then the horse goes, become, and then turns back into Tanner. Excellent. Um, uh, cool, cool, Greg, um, sort of flicks his finger, uh, and a spark goes across to, um, uh, to that charm and basically resets the charges mechanically. <laughs> now you've only got a limited use of those, but yeah, you've got a few, so feel free to go wild with the animal shapes. Um, silver, you. Yes. What do you got there again? It's a glove? Yeah. Well, it's a bracer. Um, you, you fix it to around uh, your, what's it called? Your wrist on your <laughs> left hand. Um, so, so how this basically works, it's, it's an enchanted bracer um, that will let you um, basically charm a person so that you have advantage on all your uh, charisma rolls. But it's on your left hand. So to make it work, you have to convince someone to shake hands with the wrong hand. <laughs> um, so <laughs> how that's going to work mechanically is uh, you'll do a, a charisma check. If you succeed in it, uh, you'll get advantage on them in perpetuity. You'll have them under your spell. You don't. They'll just think you're a fucking weirdo for, <laughs> um, for trying to shake with your left and everything will be a disadvantage. Now turn that thing over. Uh, on the bottom, you see what sort of looks like a mini Derringer in a, in a wee way. Um, uh, and Greg says, give it a flip. Uh, you flick it and three magic missiles just pop, pop, pop across the room. Uh, hit, into, hit into the wall. There's the same thing. It flicks across and builds up the charge. Um, so you're able to cast that as, as a bonus action or, you know, just during the day if you just feel like popping off some little magic missiles in the way. Hmm. Um Anyway, so that's my gift to you from the gift wolf. Uh, now you've got to go do some gifting yourself. Bye, children. 
Um, so you, you all go down to the stables. Um, they're in the stables waiting for you. Uh, he's given you the keys, which aren't really keys. It's just like a tag to get out uh, for a sleigh. Um, <gasps> for a sleigh? Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love that. It, it is snowing during the season of the Gift Wolf, so a sleigh is the most appropriate uh, thing. Um, on the sleigh are three big cloaks, uh, winter cloaks uh, of your house colors. Feel free to put those on. Um, but there is an issue. Wow, so warm. There is an issue. There are three of the horses in their places on the sleigh. Uh, one is missing. What are you going to do about it? Don't worry, guys. I've yes. got this. Yeah. Tanner. Become. And I turned to a horse. <laughs> is is horse go. the shape you'd like to take? Uh, yeah. Okay. Horse it is. I mean, or, or it could be a weasel. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Become. Oh, wait. Sorry. I really fucked this up, guys. <laughs> um, all right. You're in a horse shape. Uh, so there's uh, all the horses are strapped up. Um, the other two, uh, how do you want to assign your roles on on the slate? Well, I guess because I'm the biggest, I should probably sit in the in the front or the back, actually. Anchor at the back. So you're telling me <laughs> the giant one dressed in red is going to drive the slate? Uh, <laughs> it- no, not anymore. In the back now. No, no, no. no, no, in the back, no yeah. If that's not the case, I'm I'm quitting this podcast forever. <laughs> um, the the only other thing left to do is uh, silver. It's starting to get a wee bit dark. Um. Oh, also, Greg did mention to you that this was sort of a secret mission. Um, like the mm-hmm. because the the academy is very wealthy and that kind of stuff. It doesn't want to flaunt its wealth. Uh, so the idea is to sneak this to them, hence why you're going uh, at night time. At, ni- at night time? Yeah. It's a gift. Um, uh, but, 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 so Who's carrying um, the gift? That, who is carrying the gift? It's a good question. Silver. Silver has the gift. Cool. Nice. Uh, so Silver, what, what else do you want to be doing? The, the, someone's driving, someone's part of the engine. Uh, do you want to be doing anything to sort of help this thing i mean you can uh, just sit sit and ride if you want i'm gonna whip out a map that was given to us by old greg with the presents so old i can greg. navigate he's old cool. greg, greg. <laughs> <laughs> he actually wasn't cool he was actually a, a fish man and he was drinking barely from a shoe the whole time all right cool so i imagine that the three of you set off um it's starting to get dark but it's um it's mostly light up. Um, um as as we're as we're traveling along, um Tanner as like as as a horse obviously um turns turns around and are we like are we going through the forest or, or somewhere like that is that is that you were coming up to the forest. Okay, sweet. As we're as we're coming up to the forest, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh Tanner kind of like turn turns around and I'm just assuming that I can communicate with you normally just because otherwise it'd be yeah, annoying. Totally. Uh, and, uh, and, and she goes, uh, silver, um, we're about to come into the forest and, you know, it's, it's getting a bit dark, but you know, tis the season and, and all that. Weren't you saying that, that you had some kind of cool, like holiday song prepared for us? 
<laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. I remember that tenor. Actually, yeah, Marla, yeah. Did, were you were you considerate enough to to pack Silver's guitar? <laughs> I think I did. Uh, I'll, I'll, let me just make one out of my my um uh my gear over here. So Marla pulls out his another javelin and um <laughs> and makes a guitar <laughs> and some strings. <laughs> it just makes one like ah. Oh, Look what I've got here! I sh- wow, Mala, you, you, I should have you, you mentioned have such strength. in the back you- of the sleigh is uh, is some rope, some spare skids, some netting, some harness buckles, basically uh, spare stuff for um, for the for operation the of the sleigh. Yeah, okay, right. I can make a guitar out of uh, nettle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm gonna whip that up real quick, rope it, and hand it to um, Silver. As you're handing it to me, I take it with my left hand, but grasp your hand instead. <laughs> R- uh, roll me a charisma check. Uh, 13. Yep, that, that'll do. It's just a uh, left hand. Cool. Um, do you say anything to Marla? Uh, Marla, I thought your dad, the wizard, had a way better Christmas song. <laughs> Okay. Uh, now I'm Am gonna I just pers- under the influence now? <laughs> no, I'm, I need I need one more persuasion check from uh, with advantage from uh, <laughs> from silver. Eighteen. Um, yeah, that's definitely going to do. <laughs> um, Marla, even if you didn't, you now think that yes, your dad did have a song. Okay. that was much better. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, so he pulls the guitar from um, from Silver and, and just starts loosely strumming it and sings, "Christmas, it's Christmas, the greatest time of the year." And What's then, a Christmas? Wow, Mark? this is so good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. So much better <laughs> than than Tanner's one. I remember and he keeps on going, "It's Christmas." <gasps> no, yeah, that's fair. I won't sing it. <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry. I meant then, then Silver was one. <laughs> How long do I have to keep singing? Um, as, as, you were, as I'm you struggling, singing, I accidentally hear, hit the. Um, you 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 hear like clapping coming out from like the the woods ahead of you. It's kind of dark, uh, so you don't see it. But um, sort of at the the last minute, you see uh, two giant boulders sitting in the in the middle of the road. Um, Marla, uh, can you make me a dex check? Five. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, you don't pull up in time, um, and uh, uh, Tanner, you can, gonna- wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Can he can he have advantage because I'm in amongst the horses? <laughs> nope. And I can be like, whoa, 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 and be like, hey, um, oh, whoa, he's he's up there, he's up there, fellas. Uh, we might want to we want to pump the brakes here a little bit. Uh, okay. Well, uh, considering you you were sort of looking out, I'll, I will reduce it a little bit. Um, so. Tanner, you and the other horses are going to take four points of damage. <laughs> Ow! I don't like that. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Um, sorry, I totally shouldn't have shouldn't have clapped. Um, I should have done a better job than that. Uh, and and you see, um, what appears to be a guard, um, step out of a small hut at the side of the road. Um, I sort of thought people would uh, see the boulders, but. I didn't mean for you to hit them. Um, 
Anyway, kids, you you can't go this way. <laughs> Ho there, uh, Silver yells as he jumps out of the side of the sled um, and trips on the floor and makes a really big show of falling down and like scratching up his hand. Oh shit! Oh, oh and, like, my getting god! It you all guys dirty. are like so incredibly clumsy. Uh, and she she helps you uh, up off the ground with his left hand. Still singing Christmas, it's Christmas. Still gone. Wow, that song's a lot longer than I remember. <laughs> there are three words, but nine hundred verses. <laughs> uh, uh, Silver, what are you doing? I'm getting helped up with my left hand. Okay. Um, all right. Make make that check. You <laughs> you've successfully shook her hand with your left. Well done. Oh no, Tim. Yep, they'll do. Oh, sure. Um, look, kids. Uh, like you guys. Oh my God, you're from Arthur Academy. Like you obviously know what you're doing, but this is a scary place, and we've had like ten hundred reports of orc attacks out here. You really can't go through this forest. No, no, we're special envoys of Mrs. Gran. You could let us through. Uh, it was actually Mrs. Gran who like called us and said we definitely shouldn't let anyone through, especially students. It's really not safe around here. Look, um, I don't know if you noticed, but holy um... shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Look, I'm really sorry. Um, but I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but um, uh, he is uh, a, a a charming man. He is singing a ballad, and I'm a horse. I don't see any students here. Okay. Well, that is confusing. It does say Arthur Academy on the side of your sleigh, but, uh... It's a loner. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, you still look young, though, right? You're still kids. I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick here. I just want to do my job, and I don't really want to... So you get murdered by orcs. Have you seen many old dragonborns? Human? I'll be honest, I don't even really know what you are. I've, I've never... I don't mean that to be like racist or anything, but... I am over 300 years old. And he shakes his left hand vigorously in this other guy's hand. Well, I have <laughs> nothing to compare that against, really. Uh, Romeo Persuasion? <laughs> With advantage, obviously. Oh, 22. Uh, well, this talking horse seems really valuable, and this young, very muscly child also does. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to have to respect that you, as a 300-year-old, know what you're doing, Mr. Lizard Man. Um, uh, and she, she comes out and sort of waves her hands, uh, and the, the two boulders lift slightly off the ground uh, and part. And she said... Hey, I really don't want to, like, pick you up off the ground tonight, so don't die. Uh, and you guys are free to go on your way. As we depart, uh, Tanner turns to the other two uh, and she says, Wow, you know, that what she, what she said before we left about not dying, I think that's some really solid advice, don't you? <laughs> yes, it's, it's a great advice. It reminds me of that. Up wax silver on the back of his head with the, the, the rear end of, uh, of one of his javelins i hate you ow uh, so, so the three of you set off at this point it's pretty dark um mala uh in fact all three of you 
Uh, is there anything you'd like to do to illuminate your path at all? I think I could, actually. No, I cannot, actually. I thought I, thought I could use Druidcraft to, um, to make a light, but it doesn't look like I can, actually. How do I not have any first-level spells on my character sheet? It's a cantrip, isn't it, Druidcraft? Yeah, no, I was looking at other spells that might be like, you know, make 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 big light. Um, you know, <laughs> you that, first, that, that first level spell, make big light. Marla just rummages around his backpack and pulls out a torch and says, what about this? Yeah, that'll do. Cool. Oh, wow, that would super work. <laughs> um, you should uh, tie one to the top of my head and tie one to the top of Jeremy's head um, and we can light the way. You'll be like a, a unicorn. Who is Jeremy? Exactly. <laughs> Jeremy's the horse. It's oh. next to me. Um, Have you been talking to the horses? The whole time. Okay, I like that. I uh, am their leader. Um, <laughs> it's Jeremy, Beverly, and Johnson. There's only two, isn't there? Yeah. No, there was, there's, there's four in total. Oh, okay. I thought there was. Roll me, roll me a nature check. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> okay, I hang on. This, this is good. This is good. Uh, and my nature, is, I got a twenty-two total. Okay, yeah, that's really strong. All right, um, your your leadership has sort of uh, emboldened these horses, um, and like under your guys, they're actually running a lot faster uh, than they would have, which is good for you, considering behind the sleigh, you hear the sound, not quite of hooves, but of heavy footfalls. In, uh, in amongst the, the trees. Um, and not, not only are they not quite horses, but they're way too fast to be horses. Instead of it's like that. It sounds like so many feet in there. And it is. Marla, because you lit that torch, you turn around uh, and you see not one, but two giant spiders with orcs. On their back. And that's where we're going to call it for this week. Damn. Gross. <sighs> it's Jeezy. Uh, Pete. With, with the students uh, quickly being tra- trailed by orcs, find out what will happen next week. Or in the next episode, I mean, <laughs> how the timing of this works. Of the mountain, the marksman, and the morph. Thank you very much, Sam, for running that for us. If you have any questions about tonight's show, you can find us on Twitter. We're at for CNG Podcast. I'm at Mr. K underscore Bennett. We're also on Facebook under For Crits and Giggles. And of course, you can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher, where you can leave us a five-star rating and review. Until next time, stay safe. Uh, Sam, do you have any life advice? Uh, don't DM. It's very stressful. <laughs> it is very stressful. And may all your hits be crits.